The planet is heating up. The oceans are becoming filled with plastic. Change starts now. Change starts now. We're on a countdown. To zero waste. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the Zero Waste Countdown Podcast. Here's your host, Laura Nash. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zero Waste Countdown podcast and radio show. Today, we're speaking with Ulrich Kraminski. He is the founder of Beyond Plastic. Ulrich, welcome. Hello, Laura. Thank you very much for inviting me to the Zero Waste Countdown podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. So I want to know all about the Beyond Plastic Awards, because I think that this is absolutely amazing that you have it. So can you tell us what these awards are? Yes, sure. Um, so the Beyond Plastic Awards are part of beyondplastic.net, um, which is a platform I founded uh, end of last year. And perhaps I, I start telling you a bit about this platform first before I go into detail about the award. Yeah. So my professional background is in the printing and packaging industry. I have worked in this industry for more than 20 years and I was handling a lot of paper and cardboard, and I did quality control in this area. And over the last time, I saw that more and more packages, consumer packages, especially for food, are turned from paper packages into plastic packages. And I was wondering why. (laughs) And of course, I um, called on the media as well about the plastic pollution problem, and I wanted to know more about that. Um, So I researched more and more and found out that um, going towards single-use plastic uh, in uh, consumer applications can be problematic. And that's why I founded Beyond Plastic as a platform to educate, to, to bring people together who understand this problem and want to contribute to, again, go back to environmentally better solutions. That's awesome. Are you still working in the plastics industry or is this your main focus? Um, I, I was never working in the plastics industry, so it was always the paper industry I, I worked with. I, I just saw that um, besides paper packaging, more and more plastic Uh, packaging evolved. So I'm not an expert in in the plastic industry. And uh, the more it is interesting for me to look into that and and see uh, how it developed and what possible solutions can be there. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us see this too, where we're trying to get like where we used to get paper. Um, Mushrooms are a good example in the grocery store. They used to always come bulk with little brown paper bags. And now almost always they're in these plastic containers with plastic wrap over top of them and uh, that like laundry detergent as well, I've noticed is Mm -hmm. getting harder and harder to find in cardboard. It's usually almost always in like those plastic containers now. So yeah, I think that I'm sure a lot of listeners see that kind of switch in their everyday life. Yes. And and I was just curious to find out what's the reason. And um, I'm, I'm still exploring. And of course this has commercial reasons. It has technical reasons. And um, I wanted also to explore what could be the alternatives and connect with people who are uh, thinking the same. 
And uh, again, this was the reason why I started the platform Beyond Plastic, which started as a simple uh, internet platform where I show interesting examples that things can be sustainable again, can be made from different, very interesting materials. And this is how the idea for the awards started as well. So beginning of this year, I thought it would be great uh, to start an award where everyone who has already an eco-responsible product or an idea or a concept can participate to showcase it. So what kind of award categories were there? So we started with three categories in the beginning. And uh, the first category was what is the most practical impact on the goal to reduce the use of single-use plastics? Mm. And the second category is what's the most innovative approach? And then because well, we are design-minded, the third category was the most beautiful solution out there. And after the first entries came in, we saw there are also very interesting campaigns and initiatives. So we decided to launch a fourth category, which is the best initiative in education, journalism, or campaigning. Yeah, so let's uh, let's dive into the award categories a little bit because you have already announced the 2020 winners for each category, right? That's right, yeah. And for, for us, it was amazing to see how many entries we got from all over the world and the quality of the entries as well was very good. And when I talk of we, I, I want to mention uh, Katie Holloway, who um, does the PR work for Beyond Plastic. She has her own uh, marketing company specializing in sustainable and eco-responsible consulting uh, for PR and marketing for such companies and initiatives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that communication is so important. I talk about that a lot. And, you know, we can do wonderful things, but if nobody knows about it, then it's tough, right? So having a good uh, a good PR, a good communications team is, I think, really key to a lot of this stuff. Um, and sometimes, yeah, I'm glad that you gave, gave her a little shout out <laughs> there. It's awesome. Yes. And were there a lot of applicants? So we have had 107 entries. And from these over 100 entries, we selected um, 85 nominations, which is also a high quote. Um, but it shows the high quality of the entries we got in. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so amazing to hear. And, you know, I was looking through the website at some of the the different companies that applied for these awards, and it was just incredible to look through. If you go on to beyondplastic.net, um, you will be guided through the award section where you can see as nice. well um, all nominees and the winners. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, it's really cool to look through and see all of the wonderful things that uh, that people are doing to make the world a better place. Um, so let's start with the most practical impact award. So who won the most practical impact award and why? So um, again, for each category, we had uh, three prizes to give, uh, bronze, silver, and a gold trophy. And Every prize was a cash prize as well. So uh, the bronze was 250 euros, then the silver 500 euros, and the gold was 1,000 euros per category. 
Oh, that's and, great. Um, so let's start with uh, the most practical in the uh, bronze category. So this was an initiative from Africa, from uh, Somalia. And the company is called Ecosoc, and it's a social enterprise. What they do is they collect a plastic trash and um, recycle it into a building material. Um, so they make bricks out of plastic. Um, very practical solution because they can apply it directly for, for construction work over there. Mm -hmm. And so the jury has voted this as uh, the most practical application for the bronze prize. Oh, that's fantastic! Because I, I, I'm, I always think about how we can get other countries that might not have like modern day waste facilities built, or you know, they don't, they might not have a system for the recycling trucks to drive around and take it to a material recovery facility and stuff like that. Uh, so it's great to see that they're they're reusing it in such a good way. Yes, and, and also we should not forget that uh, a lot of plastic we consume here in Europe and uh, in, in the US ends up in other countries, it ends up in Asia, it ends up in Africa, and uh, we don't see this problem every day, but they have to face it every day, and they have to come up with solutions of problems uh, we created. And so I think it's even more important to, to work together globally on, on this issue. Yeah, absolutely. And it's oftentimes companies that are maybe headquartered in, you know, Europe or the United States or something that are sending all of this, these tiny little packets of things and, you know, plastic bottles and all that stuff, like without really seeming to care where it ends up afterwards. So like, you know, it's good that they're sending products there for sale. But yeah, it would be nice if uh, if we could just figure out what to do with those things afterward instead of them getting out into nature. So. And uh, yes. what about the, the silver and the gold in the practical impact category? So, so the, the silver uh, prize uh, goes to Brazil, uh, to a young designer named Alan Gomez. And he has invented a very clever new toothpaste package. As you know, most toothpastes today are packaged in, in plastic, and around there is a cardboard, which is um, uh, also coated with plastic most of the times. So he came up with a very simple packaging approach for toothpaste. He calls it toothpaste. Think outside the box, because it doesn't need any outside box anymore. Again, it would be look good to look at the picture. So if you go on... on uh, beyondplastic.net and look at the awards, you will see a very nice design of a very cool toothpaste um, packaging called Cool Paste by Alan Gomez. Nice. That's awesome. And the gold medal for the practical solution goes as well to Brazil and again to a young designer. Her name is Elena Amato. She makes um, packaging for cosmetic and healthcare products um, out of biofabric. And um, basically, these are organic materials which can very easily compose. And also, they, they look very beautiful. So, Elena uh, was a candidate for the most beautiful solution as well. But also, what she offers is very practical. 
again, if you look at the images in the nomination catalog, you, you will see that uh, she truly has deserved uh, the gold medal for the most practical solution. Um, so how about the most innovative approach award? So here we start again with the bronze, and this goes to, to the United Kingdom. Again, to a designer. Her name is uh, Cinzia Ferrari, an Italian name, but she lives in the UK. And she has entered with a project called Plant Plastic. And she has developed a packaging material, which um, after using it, you can simply put in a, in a, in a flower pot, um, put water on it, and it um, will degrade again and can be a good compost for, for um, growing plants. Oh, that's cool. Is that is that like plastic bags or like more containers? Uh, it's, it's a foil and basically it can be shaped into um, any form. So however the package should look like. It can be a flat, flat packaging or kind of a container. So she has developed the material and from that you can basically build any packaging from it. And then the silver award in that category? The silver award also goes to the United Kingdom, to, to a young team of people who developed packaging material as well, which is made um, from shell, so from, from, from food waste as well. And uh, so again, a biodegradable product, again, can be used to shape any kind of packaging material and very easy to, to compost. So this I really like because you said it was made from food waste. So I like this better because a lot of bio-based plastics are made from like growing a field of corn. And sometimes I wonder if it's worth the resources to grow that field of corn just to make plastic. So I like this idea that they're using something that would have been waste anyway, that was already grown, that already kind of fed us and gave us nutrients, that sort of thing, right? I think that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, of course, this is always an issue. If you go to a different material, to a biomaterial, which perhaps you have to grow somewhere, you have to check again on, on the biobalance there, um, what, what you affect on this side. And, yeah, um, like the, the trade-offs, right? Yes, like if we're, are we making right. things worse? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what about the gold award for most innovative approach? The gold award also goes to a packaging material, and this is developed by a company called Waste-Based, which uh, are in the UK, but they're active in the US as well. And they have developed a package, which they call the item bag, which can dissolve in water after use. So again, a bio-approach, and um, you can use it for, for mail order shipments, for example. And after usage, it just dissolves and you put it in water. That's really cool. So we're on to the most beautiful solution award. Did you want to start at Go Bronze, Silver, Gold again with this? Yes, let's do it in this order. And again, the bronze award goes um, to South America, to Chile, to the designer Margarita Taleb. And um, as well, she... Um, experiments with the biomaterial, which uh, can biodegrade and then dissolve. Uh, so her project is called uh, Disintegrate Me. 
And uh, again, if you look at the pictures, you will see that she comes up with beautiful solutions how to package food or um, uh, cosmetic products with her material. Uh, she also can, uh, it's, it's a transparent material, so it can be like, a, like a, comparable to plastic foil, but she can add um, organic pigments, um, which give a very beautiful color. Oh, that's nice. We talked before about uh, food coloring from the 70s. There was this big scare uh, in America because, you know, food coloring, uh, I think it made some kids sick. And so they had a ban, like a certain type of orange food coloring. And then um, there's been some concern about different kinds of coloring and stuff, um, like mm-hmm. the health of it. So this is great to hear. And going to the Silver Award, um, again, a biomaterial. <laughs> in this case, it's called Aquafaba Foam. Oh, and nice. the base material are chickpeas by a German designer called Paula Nerlich. With this material, she creates, again, very beautiful textures. And um, this material allows also a lot of possibilities how, how to package things. Okay, so it's packaging out of the aquafaba. Right, yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Because we've talked about that, how it uh, can replace like the foamy, frothy kind of stuff in cocktails. Um, Mm -hmm. We talked about that so people can use that instead of egg whites. And then we also talked about it being used as a vegan butter substitute because it has this like foamy property. So that's that's very neat that it can be used as a packaging as well. Very cool. Okay, and then the gold, again, is a biomaterial. You you see, it's uh, a lot of things going on in, in the area of biomaterials, and a lot of young designers experiment with this. And so the most uh, beautiful um, material, which uh, was judged by our jury, um, is called Chêne uh, Hommage, and it's by the German designer Rania Ekala, and she makes biomaterial out of egg and nutshells. So again, food waste, which gets um, transformed into a very beautiful material, um, which can used for packaging, but also uh, for, for long-term um, products. So it can be 3D printed, pressed, extruded, formed by injection molding. So very similar technical processes as the plastic industry uses um, wow. can be done with this biomaterial. That is very cool. I, yeah, 3D printing is pretty pretty neat stuff. So that's awesome. And then uh, the the most best initiative award is that what it's is that what it's called? Did I say it right? Yes, right. Yeah, the most, most uh, best. The, the best initiative uh, or, or campaign or, or journalism article. Uh, this is this category, and there the bronze award goes to the Netherlands, and um, there's. Uh, social enterprise called Dopper, and they are selling reusable water bottles. And what they do as well is they uh, have found a competition for children uh, where children can come up with ideas for sustainable solutions and sustainable products. It's called the Dopper Changemaker Challenge Junior, and the children meet for workshops and... um, they are guided um, by the people from, from Dropper and can present their ideas, and there's a competition as well. And what about the uh, the silver? Silver, again, biomaterials, <laughs> and again, going to Chile. 
to a social initiative called LAPA. And the LAPA team also makes workshops for people, for, for, also for children, where they can experiment with these new biomaterials. Their philosophy is that they say we have to connect again to the materials which surround us. And with plastics, we really don't know um, where they come from, where they go to. We don't understand these materials very well. So if it makes sense to look into biomaterials, um, they also want to educate people about um, what a biomaterial is, how you can work with it, uh, how it decomposes. Um, so this is their approach. That's awesome. I love Chile and Chileans are so, they're just such nice people. I really like it down there. Um, but let's go for the gold. So who won the gold award for most best initiative? So for, for the gold award, we had a head-to-head race. Um, we had to decide what to do and we said, okay, let's have the two gold medals. So <laughs> there are Two uh, awards for the initiative in gold. Um, one goes to Africa, to Zambia. There, people um, collect plastic waste in their villages and they sell it to recycling companies which try to recycle plastics, which is, by the way, not an easy task. But anyhow, they can get some money out of this uh, selling the waste plastic to recycling companies. And they use the money um, to equip schools with um, books, pencils, um, school bags. Also, they uh, can buy sanitary products for, for uh, children on, on the street. So what they do is they collect waste, sell it to recycling companies, and use the money for other good things in, in their village. That is really great, too. And are you in Germany? Right, yeah, I'm based in Germany. So I've heard that Germany has a really good bottle return scheme. So I love, I love that this gold gold award winner um, is is doing a program to pay people to pick it up because uh, when I lived in Western Canada, we could just leave our beer and wine bottles just nice and neat by the sidewalk, and then people would come pick them up, and then once they collected quite a few, you could actually make you know quite a bit of money. I remember my cousin did the calculation, and if you worked. 40 hours a week collecting bottles, you could make like $40,000 in the year, which is like a, okay. an okay living, you know? <laughs> so um, but we don't have it in my province where I live now in Ontario. And I know that's been a push for people to get because I think it makes a big difference if you can just incentivize that mm-hmm, kind of behavior, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yes. And, and right here in Germany, we, we have well-established recycling program concerning glass bottles. Um, Concerning plastic bottles, um, recycling is is, is a general problem at all because um, recycling plastics technically does not work very well. Uh, You have to uh, put a lot of logistics effort in it and plastics recycling is basically the downcycling. So it's not really comparable to to glass recycling or or metal recycling. And that's uh, something I experienced as well on, on my journey with Beyond Plastic understanding these mechanisms, uh, what is recycling, um, and there are really limitations in plastic recycling. And only that there's written recyclable on on a plastic bottle doesn't mean it ends up in recycling. 
Exactly. Yeah, it it really depends here where your facility is and what they accept and who the local buyers are. Uh, so we don't send our stuff to Asia where I live. I think some of our bigger cities in Canada were sending our stuff overseas, but where I live, everything kind of goes fairly local between here and the United States. And uh, they accept plastic bags at the curb, which is really nice, but only a certain kind of plastic bag. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of pick and choose, I think, at the grocery store or whatever, um, in terms of what your area can recycle. Um, but yeah, there's so many problems with it. I think a lot of it gets thrown out right at the recycling facility because it's dirty or because it's just not quite the the right type of plastic. And then sometimes we see greenwashing too, where people are like, oh, all our stuff's recyclable. And sure, technically it's recyclable, but I can't find anyone to recycle it within, you know, hundreds of kilometers of where I live. So it's, probably not going to end up in the recycling. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely right what you're telling. So, and this, I, I discovered in my research as well, that um, recycling cannot be really the, the solution to, to our plastic problem. It, it, it might be one part of it, but first we have to, to reduce the plastic, then we have to try to re reuse it, and, and then recycling can, can be the last process step. But again, there... Uh, there have to be so many technical advancements still to be done, so recycling really becomes a good solution in this area. Yeah, and I like that a lot of the the companies that got these awards were doing things that were made out of food or something, right? Like I feel a lot safer giving food in a package that's made out of food rather than giving my son, let's say, food that's out of plastic which has chemicals and who knows what's in that plastic because oftentimes we don't oftentimes the company doesn't know so just from a health perspective as well uh, I think that this is you know some of these solutions would be really great that way yes awesome. absolutely and, and, and also from a natural standpoint if, if you look at the food itself um, you will eat it with a couple within a couple of, of, of hours um, so it doesn't make sense that the packaging around will remain for 500 years which plastic does so it makes sense to have a packaging around which also uh, has a short lifetime as the food itself and yes. uh, this is yes. what the award uh, entries and the winners realized very well um, yeah, but let me come back to, to the to the gold another gold medal for for the best initiative. So oh, this did goes we not? to Sorry. yeah, because it was a head to head race and we gave two gold medals um, for the best initiative. So, so the first one uh, went to to Zambia to to this African initiative, and the second one goes to Eastern Europe to Bulgaria, and this is an initiative within a kindergarten in a, in a public kindergarten in Bulgaria where the children usually drank their water from plastic caps. And this seems to be usually in Bulgarian kindergartens because uh, they counted up that it will be 240 million plastic cups per year children use um, and throw away every day. And so they had the idea that every child gets his own metal cup, which is... Uh, with, with a nice uh, image on it, which you can use uh, during the whole kindergarten time. 
So again, a very nice reuse approach. And the project is also co called Choose Your Reusable Cup. <laughs> um, so how do they get washed at the school? I think just at the sink with water. And I, I think the children do it on their own as well. Yeah. See, I think that that's really good. And I think sometimes kids need more responsibility than we give them sometimes. It's nice to have kids take responsibility for things that they own. As you get older, you're going to probably have to wash more and more stuff. And if you have your own family, you're going to have to be washing a lot of stuff. Sometimes our culture goes away from washing our things or taking care yes. of where our waste goes. Reusing things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So will there be any awards next year or was this just kind of a one-time thing? Yes, we want to do this next year again and perhaps a bit different categories, but I'm sure next year we'll get also very good uh, ideas in also on beyondplastic.net. We want to connect the people and that's mm. what we experienced at well, that we got very nice feedback from the entries that they said, oh, we want to know what the others are doing. We want to exchange information and, and, and share our experiences. And it's, it's a global journey. It will take time. There will not be one only solution. We have to put in different ideas, crazy ideas as well, sort them out and do this together. If someone is listening and they're really interested in starting an award program, maybe just at like a local level, you know, do you have any advice for them? I think it's good to keep it really open, to, to let everyone who's interested uh, participate. Um, don't limit it from, from the beginning. So, so people uh, shouldn't be shy to, to apply, also if they only have an idea or a concept. And I think then interesting entries will come in. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. Yeah, so cool. Um, I hope that you come back on the show then next year so you can tell us all about the new award winners and we can hear about the wonderful innovation and, and beautiful products and stuff like that that are coming out. This is just wonderful. Great. So thanks a lot, Laura, for, for having me on, on this uh, podcast. That was Ulrich Kreminski. He is a founder of Beyond Plastic. Change starts now. This is the Zero Waste Countdown Podcast. <laughs>